3: So, Justice Kennedy, what are you doing
4: retiring, man? You have a great job where you barely work, you get to wear a robe all day and give your opinions on stuff. That basically is retirement.
5: (laughs) 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 That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. So, because... That's a much funnier joke than was in our joke-off.
0: His retirement obscured a major Supreme Court ruling that came down yesterday that would have been the political talk of the day
5: if he hadn't retired. Yeah, this was one I was hot to trot for and went the way I hoped. I'm not going to lie to you. The Janus ruling in which the Supreme Court forbids uh, public employee unions from collecting fees from workers who benefit from their representation but don't want to join them and don't like the way they swing politically. And to discuss the With, ruling, and yes? then that effect being it weakens these unions' power politically. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everybody thinks that, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's what it's all about, and that's why I was so happy about it. Um, but, uh, to discuss how it's likely to change the politics of blue states, in particular California. We're joined by John Kupal, the president of the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. The HGTA is the largest taxpayer association in California with a membership of over 200,000 folks. Uh, John, welcome. How are you?
2: Uh, I'm fine. How are you guys doing?
5: We're terrific. Thanks very much. So uh, what do you make of this ruling?
2: Well, it's a very good decision. We've been waiting a long time for this ruling. There was a similar case that worked its way up to the courts a couple years ago, uh, out of California, actually, called the Friedrichs Decision. And it presented the same issue, and that is, what is the extent to which people who belong to public sector unions have to provide money to the unions for their activities? Now, one of the things that the unions are saying now in the wake of this uh, Janus decision is that, oh, it's always been the law that you don't have to belong to the union. You don't have to belong. Well, that may be true, but that wasn't the issue. The issue was whether or not non-member employees still have to give the union money. And it's like, yeah, you don't have to belong to this church, but you still have to tithe to this church. I mean, that, that, that makes no sense. And so... Uh fortunately, uh, Justice Kennedy, who did announce his retirement, uh, he has been a moderate on some issues, but he has been what we call a First Amendment absolutist. And this involves the First Amendment, the right to free speech, but also the right of association and the right not to associate with a union. And, and it has been... Th- constitutional principle since thomas jefferson that for a person to be compelled to contribute to a cause with which they disagree is a violation of the first amendment and that's what the u.s supreme court ruled yesterday and we're very happy well the
0: argument on the other side is okay so you're not going to give the money to the union you're going to take the number of vacation days that the union argued for and got you and the the wage that they argued for and got you but you're not going to pay for the union that that's the argument right
2: Well, first of all, that assumes that whatever the uh, union is doing is to your benefit. You know, sometimes these unions uh, engage in collective bargaining agreements or get collective bargaining agreements that are better for the long-term members, not the new hires. I mean, we hear Mm -hmm. that over and over again from people like uh, younger prison guards. Uh, The union's not looking out for me. Uh, So what this will do is this is not going to end the unions overnight, but what it will do is it will do a couple things. Number one, it will probably prevent these unions from straying into areas that they don't really belong to. I mean, for example, Teachers Association, uh, uh, they have members, they have a lot of conservative members who may disagree on an issue like abortion. I, I think one of the effects of this ruling is that unions will kind of kind of bring back the things that they engage in, to things that really matter to education if it's the teachers' union.
5: Well, the uh, unions are it, the single most powerful political force in California. Will by this far. Will this weaken them financially 10%, 50%? What do you think?
2: We, we, we've seen uh, numbers as high as 40 to 60% in other states, like Washington State, Wisconsin, Ohio. Uh, w- there have been rules that have come about not from court rulings, but from the state legislature, for example, the state legislature in Ohio or, or Wisconsin, uh, Scott Walker, Governor Scott Walker, went through a brutal, brutal political fight to get this kind of rule from the from the legislature. Uh, at the end of the day, it's not going to change things overnight, but you will start to see a change in, uh, first of all, it will weaken them because, as you mentioned, these unions are the dominant political force in california by far by far you think the oil companies are bad public sector labor is far more powerful than the oil companies or major corporations um and and they're very good at electing individuals who will be sitting on the other side of the table from their union representatives when they engage in this collective bargaining agreements so um yeah often the people they get
5: elected are former uh, union bargainers So, yes, they're on both sides of the table.
2: We see that over and over and over again. So I want to make Um, sure
0: everybody understands this, the the whole thing, or that I understand the whole thing. So in the past, the California Teachers Association, for instance, might get behind an abortion issue or immigration or immigration, immigration, something something that's got nothing to do with with teaching. And you didn't have any choice if you're a teacher because you got to pay the dues and uh, whether you're in the union or not. And so they can count on that money. So now with this new ruling, they've got to stick with issues that people care about. And if they're if they're if the California Teachers Association is sticking with issues I care about, I might give them money. If they're not yes. sticking with issues I don't care about, I won't give them money. So they've got customers they've got to please. Is that it?
2: Yes, and and there there is a uh, there is an alternative volunteer organization, and it's quite large. It's called uh, CTNS. I think it's called but the California. Teachers Empowerment Network. It's run by a guy by the name of Larry Sand, who's a great guy, a good school choice guy. Um, And he's been after the union for a long time. But, you know, our organization, Taxpayer Group, we get communications from union members all the time complaining about what their unions are doing and saying, I wish I could drop out. But they can't go public because the unions, if nothing else, are very vindictive and they're retaliatory. So there are a lot of quiet, you know, kind of closet conservatives within public sector uh, employment that I think this will really empower them to say, you know what, you guys are not representing me, you're not representing my interests, Uh, I choose not to contribute my money, a portion, a big portion of my paycheck, to your causes with which I disagree.
5: Uh, A couple of quick points. Uh, We've uh, received quite a number of letters of that sort, John, from folks who've tried to stand up to the union, gotten punished terribly, or tried to opt out.
0: You're Um, not going to advance if you're not a member.
5: Yeah, a couple of quick uh, constitutional points here. One made by our friend Tim Sandifer yesterday when we talked to him, that everything a public employee union does is political. Because it is of the government. Every raise they get, every vacation, every action, every march is a political matter. So there's no such thing as a public employee union engaging in non-political activity. So, you know, again, it's a forced uh, contribution or forced speech. And uh, the second thing is, it is an incredibly dangerous thing. I agree for once in my life with Franklin D. Roosevelt about this. That public employee unions are dangerous because you have, he feared and he was right, you have a... Constituency lobbying the government that is the government, and if they become the most powerful constituency lobbying the government, the government itself, you have a nightmare in which the interests of the everyday taxpayers don't have a chance, and that is, you know, if I can be forgiven for patting myself on my own back, that's a pretty good description of California right now.
2: It's a very good description of California, and keep in mind, as early, you know, as uh, as. Recently, as the 60s, you had major labor leaders saying, no, we, we don't want the public sector to be unionized. And, and yet California was at the forefront of allowing public sector unionization. Now, one of the arguments you'll hear is, yes, but the unions are there to protect public sector employees. That's what civil service is for. We, we believe in a strong civil service protection to prevent nepotism to provide rules about advancement and make sure there's non discrimination Civil service has always been the protection for public sector employees. Why we ever had public sector unionization has never made any sense to us, and I think people are now waking up to that. Again, we're strong supporters of a professionalized, uh, non-patronage workforce for the public sector, but we don't need labor organizations to do that in fact they do just the opposite here here,
0: boy democracies work slowly but it would seem that in this case they finally uh, figured this out
2: yeah i would hope yes, so they did
5: john yes, kapal did. of the howard jarvis taxpayers association uh, john it's always great to talk it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds going forward and we'll stay in touch
2: all right sounds good fellas thanks a lot thanks our pleasure interesting yeah, look, I tell you what,
5: uh, and I have plenty of friends and acquaintances who are uh, represented by these unions, and y'all are great, getting a great deal. And
0: oh, no doubt, and you know it. Oh, and yeah. you know it.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what, I would take it. What we do here is a tell the truth and b stand up for the taxpayers. You cannot have the government running the government. The people have to run the government, or we're doomed. Signed the founding fathers. So, you want to argue with me? Go argue with George Washington. Wow. That's right. I'm Joe Getty, the George Washington of our time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm told, please, please. That is a bit much.
0: (laughs) That is a bit much. You're right, Michael. That was a bit much. How about the George Michael of our time? (laughs) George Clooney of our time. The George Costanza of our time. Yeah, more like that. (laughs) Our text line is 415 295
5: KFTC. Are we wrong about this? You mad about this? You're screaming at your radio? Yeah, text us or email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. The
0: FBI director and the acting attorney general are getting grilled currently. That would be the biggest story of the day if it weren't for a Supreme
5: Court justice and all that. Yep.
0: Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
5: The conscience of the nation.
3: What did
4: you
2: do? What did you say? Or did you walk or did you run away? Where are you now? Where have you been? Did you go alone or did you bring a friend? I didn't know notice. I that noticed you're smiling out of the sun, having fun, feeling free. And I can tell you no how harsh
0: So uh be. this is what um is at stake according to some. This is from the Washington Post yesterday. Both parties used court vacancy as a rallying cry as a Supreme Court justice announced he's retiring. Democrats said no less than the future of abortion rights, health care, collective bargaining, and same-sex equality is in peril. That's heavy. I think that may be a little uh, whipped up, a little frothy. While Republicans claimed a seminal opportunity to shift the high court's ideological orientation solidly to the right for a generation or more. Um... So part of the question is whether or not it's cool, OK, to go through this process with an election so close. Um, I, I think you I think you should have back when Obama nominated somebody. I think you should now. Um, I think whether an election's close or not shouldn't have anything to do with it. But uh, it doesn't really make any difference. And this is kind of getting left out of the discussion. According to almost everybody who follows politics and is looking at the various races, there's practically no chance the Democrats are going to take control of the Senate, so you can put it off if you want. You're going to end up with the same result. There's even a decent chance that the Republicans have more votes in the Senate Right. Uh, come, come the next time around, and you could push somebody a little further. To the right,
5: although that's precisely the argument that uh, Hillary Clinton and folks were making, you know, before November when they were clearly going to win. So, you know, it's not that big a deal. We'll we'll get Garland in January, yeah. no problem.
0: No, well, I, I so it
5: could go the other way. Yeah, Who knows? well,
0: I you know, I think you should do it now. I think you should do it when it happens,
5: regardless. Well, and as you made the point earlier, and I agree with you. If if Mitch McConnell, cartoon dog in uh, Senate Majority Leader, uh, wanted to block it, block it. Just say oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna vote on it because we don't like him. <laughs> Instead of making up this silly, well, it's an election year thing. Come on, this is be honest. Although they're not gonna be, so you know. the Democrats
0: would have to win 28 of the 35 seats that are being contested this year to take the majority. 20 out of out of 35, and that is almost impossible. If you look at the map, yeah, yeah. If you look at the map and how yeah. many of them are, you know. Solidly held by the GOP and states that Trump won huge, et cetera, et cetera.
5: Um, Although, you know, it got more exciting when they uh, ran that moron Roy Moore. True. um, And lost that seat. One other thing I would like to uh, hit you with is George Will
0: wrote a column yesterday about all these 5-4 decisions that have been coming down. Which, you know, I don't like 5-4 decisions. I don't think anybody really likes them because it just makes you... It, it makes it just more clear that, wow, one different justice by a different president. Right. You know, the person dies six months later, or earlier, or whatever, and this major ruling goes the other way. That's There's something that doesn't seem right in terms of justice about that.
4: Yeah.
5: yeah. But
0: anyway, he... Because uh,
5: we'd all like to think they all approach the cases and judge them on the merits and the Constitution and all, but they come at it from such different ideologies. Well, at the very least, uh, you know,
0: a larger group of people agree this is right. As opposed to it's practically a coin flip. Right. Um, the other problem with five to four rulings was outlined by a distinguished jurist. I do think the rule of law is threatened by a steady term after term of five, four decisions. Politics are closely divided. There ought to be some sense of stability if the government is not going to polarize completely. A profound mistrust of the court will only be aggravated uh, by more and more 5 4 rulings. And uh, Chief Justice Roberts said that before he became a Supreme Court Justice. I
5: agree with him. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's a shame. It's just, you know, now you're probably going to get more 6 3 rulings. And certainly if, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg goes away or Breyer or something like that, then you're going to see a hell of a lot of 6 3 rulings for a long time. And is that better? Uh, I don't see the more you, you know about it, the more you understand. It's like uh, if the Supreme Court was going to decide what you do on your vacation every time instead of cases and you got five justices who like to play golf and four who hate it, you're going to get a lot of five to four decisions to play golf because they see life differently. They see the world (laughs) differently. They're pro golf in the way that the progressives are pro giving the government powers to do this and change that and regulate this where the conservatives say, no, you can't. You don't get to. The progressives say, sure you do. That's what this country is all about. And the conservatives say, no, it's not. So I wish it were like, because we, a lot of us uh, laymen and growing up and all, we we think they're taking a close look at it and studying the Constitution and deciding, is this a good law or a bad law? Does it square? But no, they're just applying their philosophy to it. Got this text freaking about peed my
0: pants on the Seattle ferry commute this morning with all the witty banner, including the schnitzel comment. I thank you. Be mm. in your pants on the Seattle Ferry. There you go. That's a living. That's a living.
5: That's what we're looking for. <laughs> what is this on my schnitzel? Mm-hmm. Making you lose control of your bladder. It's high praise. The uh, spraying coffee on your inside of your windshield also. I almost drove off the road. That's a good one. We, In fact, we uh, <laughs> we used to refer that as uh, to that as the Aya daughter. I almost drove off the road. It's high praise, and we thank you. Mm.
0: Um, how much do you think being hot helped the hot Marxist winner
5: race? I think being Hispanic was way, way, way more important. You think so? Yeah, but it did. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I'm there sure. a I'm sure hell we're... of a lot of good looking people in politics. Yeah, men and women. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not a coincidence. No, definitely not. Oh, speaking of, you know, I'm sorry. The, uh, almost drive off the road and the rest of it reminds me of a charming note we got from Dave, who, uh, says, yo, 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 Vern Van Dyke and old simple. <laughs> Thought you'd appreciate an A and G inspired anecdote. His wife is a liberal, <laughs> and he <laughs> and he's tried very hard through the years to cherry pick A and G segments to play for in order to help her understand why. And I'm quoting: I walk around all morning with my earpiece in, bursting out laughing on occasion. Uh, I even listen to NPR on weekends to show her how I'm open to her side of issues, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I never thought she really got your show until last night. Well, in the midst of a discussion about the endless particulars of potential schools for our pre-K daughter, I started to get lost in all the details and asked her in her frustrated tone, which schools? Some of them, she responded, paused, and said, all of them? Okay. I responded using my best Michael Cohen accent. (laughs) I knew she finally got it. That's Dave in Oakland. That's beautiful, Dave. (laughs) Okay. Some of them. All of them. Okay. I've been waiting which for... this. You know, that may be... It's certainly it, worthy of contention as my favorite clip of
0: all time. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I love it so much.
0: I think we voted recently our favorite clip of all time is uh, Night After Night. Night After but, Night. But uh, that... Uh, which polls? And your okay. question
4: is... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Tensions and tempers flaring all over Capitol Hill. Oh, and the no. California Supreme Court's going to be ruling on whether or not laws that are impossible to comply with can be challenged in the court.
0: <laughs> all right. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Something for you Look up at the TV screen Something that is becoming A thing, I guess Napping pods Showing up at malls Did I lose uh, I lost the thing on the TV Yes, please It's It's a napping pod So you go in there You set the temperature You plug in your computer Or your phone or whatever A little 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 brown noise Take a little snooze And a little Closed door room at the mall Oh yes please I mean
3: it's worth it Just for the charging station Aspect for me Yeah Like if my phone's dead And I just need I need some juice man Because otherwise I gotta go home What does it cost you? I don't know I'm a
5: man of means (laughs) Eh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) There there
5: have been times In my life And I know you can relate to this I'd have paid a thousand dollars For an hour of sleep Oh
0: yeah uh, Taking a nap.
3: People are going to have drugs in there and prostitutes and stuff, and they'll be all icky. That's what'll happen. That reminds me of those like massage chairs at the mall. It's like that seems simultaneously like a good idea, but also like you're not really doing what you're trying to do. Boy,
0: my kids love those for some reason. <laughs> I just I love the them. foot
3: massagers at the state fair. Just you, feels good.
0: You want to entertain a, a, a six-year-old boy for a dollar? That's the best <laughs> way. The massage chair. They have them at the car wash. They just love them. Partially because they're so small, yeah. compared to the size of the chair, they really get roughed up like it's a ride. Practically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's get uh, let's get the news now with Marcia Felice.
4: I got to tell you, tempers are flaring in Congress. Ohio Republican Jim Jordan going after Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein during a House hearing today. Jordan accused Rosenstein of hiding information from Congress about the Hillary Clinton email investigation and the ongoing Russia probe. Congressman, I'm not keeping any information from Congress that it's appropriate In a few minutes, Mr. Rosenstein, I think the House of Representatives is going to say something different. I don't agree with you, Congressman. I don't believe that's what they're going to say, and if they do, they'll, but be, mistaken. Disagree, but think, they'll be mistaken. I disagree, but I think in a few minutes, the House of Representatives is going to go on record saying you haven't complied with requests from a separate and equal branch of government, that you haven't complied with subpoenas, and you got seven days to get your act together. I think that's what's going to happen in a few... And that's, just not, that's not Jim Jordan... I think that's the house I think that's a majority of the House of Representatives. In just a few minutes, I think that's gonna happen. And I wanna know why you won't give us what we've asked for.
0: Rosenstein He's a little bit of a grandstander, right. he knows how to get on TV, but right. he's he's usually talking about something
4: I'm interested in right. and usually agree with. Rosenstein rejected the accusation, so the department is really doing its best to produce those documents for Congress. Meantime <laughs> Well, so
0: the House did pass the resolution though, just a few minutes yep. ago. That they have to hand over all the documents yep. on the Clinton and Russia investigation. So that's what he was talking about. Mm.
4: Meantime, South Carolina Republican Trey Gowdy demanded a quick end to the Russia investigation, telling Rosenstein, "Whatever you got,
1: finish it the hell up,
4: because this country is being torn apart."
0: Yeah, I don't know if we're being torn apart, but I'm all right. It's
5: uh, speaking for myself.
0: <laughs> there's no point in dragging it out and letting that narrative hang out there. Right. Right. If you ain't got nothing.
4: All sides mobilizing in response to Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy's retirement promising what they're calling a momentous confirmation battle for President Donald Trump's next nominee I to doubt the it. high court. I doubt it. Yeah, well I know and, and so I took in the
0: uh, lefty side first yesterday. Yeah. I go back and forth. So I t- I watched my MSNBC shows first and I saw Chris Matthews and Kamala Harris and the guests on Brian Williams and everybody talking about how we're going to fight. We're going to fight like we've never fought before. This is something we won't put up with. And Chris Matthews even said, we can't put up, put up with it. So this will destroy the Democrat party. This is the line in the sand. And I kept thinking, wait, is there, what can they do? They must have some card to play that I don't understand. Some procedural move with a, you know, a, I don't know, a quorum or something that I don't understand. Right. But then I switch over to Fox and they say, now the numbers just aren't there. The, the Republicans can nominate they can get through pretty much anybody they
5: want. Well, and the constitutional scholars I've heard pretty much agree with them.
0: Yeah.
2: They,
5: uh, they don't have the votes,
0: there are so
2: no never mind. Vote.
5: Yeah, so yeah. that that's that. That's so much for the fight. There's going to be some good sound bites, though. <laughs> this reminds me of the judges Hitler appointed. I mean, we'll be hearing that. Well, All right,
0: and you, and both sides have to do that. You have to, you have to show that you're... Cons- Show your constituents that you're going to fight for. You can't just say, eh, what are you going to do?" <laughs> yeah, we're
5: screwed in this one, folks. But uh...
0: but so, Sean and I were discussing this. This is your chance to weigh in as a constitutional scholar yourself. Um, who me or him? You. Okay,
5: I'm certainly not that. It's
0: going no, to I'm not that job. either.
4: Oh, please <laughs> don't ask me anything. <laughs> it, it's, I it,
5: say that about myself, but when other people say it, it sounds ridiculous. With,
4: uh, <laughs> with with
0: lifespan, at some point, do we do we have term limits for justices? And I mean, it's worked out so far, but the idea that if you had three heart attacks during one president's term, that's the direction our laws are going to go for the next 50 years with current lifespan seems kind of a crazy way to set it up, doesn't it?
5: Yeah, I get the idea of appointments for life because they're theoretically immune to the pressures of politics, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, I'd have to think about that more, but I don't think that's an unreasonable way to look at it. Because the way They're, we're currently doing to be it... be some continuity. I mean, you don't swap out all nine every election. That oh, would you'd, be crazy. No,
0: you'd have to stagger it the way we do the Senate. Sure. Um, but
5: Hockey line
0: shift. All nine. Out. <laughs> new nine. In. But because everybody <laughs> yeah. stays on the court for so long now, so Trump's got two in a year and a half of being president. Yeah. So, so what if he ends up with three or four, and it's the Trump court for the next half century because they're all you know forty year olds that are put in there? That's,
5: that that'd that seems, be great. No, oh, but it, <laughs> from you know, my point of view, it won't always work out nightmarish the way you want. on the other side, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'll, I'll admit that. Yeah, you know that's an interesting thought. We ah, let's see, every four years, maybe you get each uh, each president gets one, gets to swap out one, and they rotate you know one per term uh, if you get two terms term. you get two yeah yeah exactly and if somebody croaks it that's your one and i think that would help with the uh well wait a second though when do you when do you swap them out like on the first day of office what if one croaks then cuz you've already gotten your one these are tough questions but um
0: it would also help with the presidential election instead of the he may appoint three or four justices. We'd know exactly how many justices each president's going to be involved with. Yeah, and what
5: sort they'd want to appoint.
3: Yeah. And I think that the justices should be allowed to stay if you're doing a good job. There's no reason to just arbitrarily remove you just because your term's up. Yeah, but who judges well, who's doing you're doing a good job? You're against Jack's idea. Yeah. Then yeah. And then well, yeah, then uh, well, no, no. Yeah. Like you're you're up for you can get reelected or we can swap you out. Or oh, whatever are going elect the pro- them. Or I don't. <laughs> elections a bad word. Oh no, I see what you're saying yeah. though. You know, yeah. if if I become if I like president, I'm like Clarence Thomas. Oh, I'll oh, say right. yeah. it's it's time to leave,
5: I'm nominating Clarence freaking Thomas! High yeah.
3: five! And he goes back on the court. So it'd be
0: like a yeah. sports teams, you got your franchise players?
3: Yeah, like if I'm a president and I like all nine judges, I shouldn't be forced to choose a new judge. Oh,
0: okay. There you go. Meanwhile, That's not a bad idea
5: either. Well, sure, you get, yeah, okay. You have the
0: option of replacing one per term. Right.
3: Okay.
5: Meanwhile, the this Calum- is starting to work itself out. But, we gotta get but, this yeah. off to D.C. But <laughs> do you get to pick the one you replace? Of course. Or is it a rotational oh. thing? Like I
3: suggested. Because that would be terms. Hmm. How about a wheel? I want to get some game show aspects into this.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the California Supreme Court will decide whether state laws can be challenged in the courts on the grounds that complying with them is impossible. The court, I would hope, the court is going to issue an opinion today in a lawsuit over a California law requiring new models of semi-automatic handguns to stamp identifying information on bullet casings. The gunmakers say the technology does not exist to meet the stamping requirements. So you're going to have the state's high court weigh in on this. Mm. And last note a few blocks from the 58 story Millennium Tower, dubbed the Leaning Tower of San Francisco, another building appears to be sinking. San Francisco Chronicle reports the 18-story building in the city's financial district appears to have settled three-eighths of an inch due to construction of two new high rises on either side. Wow, just squashing the ground. Yep, yep, yep.
0: I've uh, I've shrunk about three-eighths of an inch, <laughs> so yeah, you know, I'm I'm all
4: right. Are you leaning? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So the the petering
0: out is coming up. Final thoughts, etc.? Yeah. So Trump has had two vacancies in his, his early presidency. Of course, there could be no more for the rest of the time pretty easily, right?
5: Oh, uh, is he uh, going to serve one term or two? The no- notorious RGB is pretty old. Briar's 79. Yeah, I would say, you know, by the end of six years, uh, a couple more will be gone. And Clarence Thomas has said to want to do some other things with his life. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I hear. That doesn't happen very often. Where
0: they just say, you oh, know, I got other things to do. Well, because it's kind of like being a teacher, right? It's, you get quite a few months off. Yeah. And it seems like a great job if you're into the law. Right. Uh, Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
5: The conscience of the nation.
4: The
3: Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Looking at our Trump rally uh, clips. Hey, can I hear four, Trump four, just because I want to hear the crowd? Um.
1: Uh, Hello, Fargo. Hi, Fargo. We love you, Fargo. What a place.
3: That's a rock star.
4: What a place.
5: Aren't we due for another season of Fargo at some point? (laughs) Speaking
3: of it. Uh, And what happened to Better Call Saul, Sean? uh, It's... It's coming back in about a month or so. Oh, please. Yeah. How long does it take? Oh, no, that's wrong. It's going to be several more months. Because they just wrapped crap their crap season. Up.
0: Uh, a little more on how Trump has the highest ratings among Republicans, as, you know, a high highest rating in his own party of practically any president ever. Um, Trump, Which is amazing. Trump 5 in Fargo, North Dakota last night. between the USA Chanters and the Trump Chanters in that obviously jam-packed freaking arena who absolutely
5: love the Tangerine Tornado. Very reminiscent of Nuremberg, 1938, Jack.
0: The only other person... There are two other people I've ever heard get that kind of crowd response is Obama and Bernie. And I wonder if the fact that the three times in my lifetime people have been able to get those kind of crowds have all happened in the last few years... In terms of the whole, you know, just where we are, the, the the fever for something fresh and new combined with all three of those have a populist thing going. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Or people are just more wildly enthusiastic
5: than they used to be. Maybe that's it. <laughs> uh, I doubt that's it. <laughs> I don't know. What's the common thread? They're all three great with crowds. I mean, yeah,
0: and they, they got a popul- all three of them got a populist thing.
5: Pokemon go to the polls. <laughs> On the other side <laughs> of the example. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you oh, got that. That hurt.
0: That hurt my heart. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. My wife refers to you as those guys who are always angry about everything. What? Not well, enough, that's about. We're the least
5: angry talk radio show ever. <laughs> Which only makes sense. A, a, get a better wife. Huh? Get you a better wife. You know what I'm angry about? <laughs> you got a bad wife. Get a better wife. Yeah. You heard oh. me. Oh. Hmm. Oh.
0: We got a ton of texts about the various ideas of the Supreme Court on uh, how long the term should be, term limits. Oh, yeah. We didn't get one text from somebody saying, no, the current system seems great. That's I, interesting. Just, hmm. the, Well, once again, I'd like to dig up the founding fathers. Hey, founding fathers, here's something interesting. In the future, people won't die at age 40 on average. Everybody will live to be 80 or 90 years old. Do you mm. think it makes sense to appoint a 42-year-old that's going to live to be 92 and let them hold the seat for half a century? Does that seem like a good idea? I'd mm. be
5: interested in their answer. Yeah, indeed. Well, there are quite a few questions I'd ask them, but that—that that is a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to make this stupid. What's old it joke. like having a slave? <laughs> oh, no, God, what's the matter with you? What is the matter with you? We—you're not is helping. Re- you're not healing. Is it the time saver?
3: It sounds like. <laughs> oh, my God, that is so wrong. So wrong. Hopefully only you have to go to this meeting. Oh, oh, yeah. The show is oh. almost over. <laughs> yeah, We really. almost made it. <laughs> uh, uh. It was going to be a meeting-free Thursday. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> we
5: so, uh, how much time do we have, Michael?
3: About 10 seconds or so.
5: Oh, 10 seconds? Uh-huh. I can't do anything. No, you can't. Than it's AM's like half seconds. gone already. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly.
0: Not
4: much
5: you can do in 10 seconds. I like this part of the show anyway.
3: Armstrong and Getty's Final Thoughts aren't going to make America great again. They're going to make America
2: sick again.
1: Wow. Wow. Here's your
4: host for
3: final thoughts,
5: Joe Getty. Wow! Well done, sir. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the squad
4: to wrap things up. Hey, Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? All right, my friends. This I vow within the next 24 hours, I will attempt to do 10 push-ups in a row. Okay. Okay.
5: I look forward to that. I hope you don't end up in the hospital. <laughs> I'll attempt to ride a bull. I don't... It's not going to happen. <laughs> Michelangelo, final thought? I will
4: do twice as many push-ups as Marshall, so I figure I'll do four. Wow.
3: Go <laughs> ahead. Beautiful, Uh, Positive Sean what's your final thought Something to keep in mind in the world of Clickonomics that there's a website out there That was receiving 28 million clicks From Facebook uh, recommendations Every month simply by changing their Algorithm Facebook that is This website now gets 3 million clicks a month They lost 25 million clicks Because Facebook changed the way they do business
0: 25 million clicks per month What? Because Facebook made a minor change In the the way they do things That's Uh. how powerful Facebook is Huh, uh, Jack,
5: do you have a final thought for us?
0: Yeah, you know, I, uh, from the toot-your-own-horn department, I think our coverage of the whole Supreme Court situation was as good as anything I've heard anywhere in terms of uh, the different sides of it and fairness. Just saying. Yeah, I
5: would agree. Uh, With so, our uh, various guests, not because of me. My final thought is, I was Googling how old is Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and when I did, how old I, she popped up. But when I typed in the S for is, she popped off, and it was a different list of people. How the hell does Google work? (laughs) Yeah. Boy, that's complicated. (laughs) I mean, if you type how old is, there's going to be a zzz. Probably. Usually. How old is Donald Trump? How old is Justice Kennedy? How old is Prince Harry? How old is Lil Pump? Is my fifth option. <laughs> One
3: of these things is not like the other. You know, um, Who, who's little pump? Is a musical. Does act, does, does he have a
0: little
5: pump?
3: <laughs> Unconfirmed.
0: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another <laughs>
5: grueling four-hour work workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us, text, tweet at us. We'd like to hear what you think. And if there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: Yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty helpful. You guys are our, and women, are our eyes and ears. Indeed. Uh, that way we, I don't have to pay attention to everything because it would make me crazy and homicidal. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America.
4: and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done
5: thank you and good
4: night
3: (laughs) bye bye what is this on my schnitzel
5: armstrong and getty the voice of the west it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper